Welcome to Animorphs Anonymous, the podcast where we no longer talk about Animorphs because we've already done that. But we're not ready to say goodbye to Catherine Applegate and Michael Grant. Turns out they wrote more books. What? Books that we will be reading and casually discussing? You bet. Join us on the 1st and the 15th of each month as we morph into the Apple Grant Book Club. Hey, 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 Andalite Bandalites, it's your host, Casey. And uh, yeah, it's that time of year again. We are talking to none other than Chris Grine, the artist of the Animorphs graphic novels. Uh, book four, The Message, just came out like the other day. And of course, we're going to be uh, talking to Chris again. And like, thank God for him for agreeing to come on our show every single year. It is a delight. And like, Tim's here this year and and we just have a great time. And and Chris gets really grumpy about lobsters and it's basically like the greatest thing I've ever heard. But yeah, we're just hanging out, having a good time and, and you guys get to listen to it. Woohoo! All right. Anyway, go follow Chris on social media. He's on X at Chris Grind. He's a blue sky on Chris Grind. He's he's Chris Grind. He's just Chris Grind. And go pick up Animorphs graphic novel number four. Go pick up Secrets of Camp Whatever. Go pick up the new book in that series that just came out. Go go pick up The Witching Hour. He's super psyched about it. Go watch Chicken Hair on Netflix. It's still there. Cool times. Do it. All right. Without further ado, enjoy. My instinct is to wait for Tim to do a thing to introduce us. <laughs> it's, it's like the normal bit. It's I'm not doing it. Every other show, this one we just kind of... I know. I'm just going to wait until I can harass Chris about what I'm going to get more content now that I've read all of Camp Whatever. That's fine. (laughs) I may may or may not have answers that you want to know. Yeah. (laughs) I can't talk to anybody about it yet, though. Like, I need everybody. Like, I have to force the book on everybody so that I can complain about what a monster you are for what you did in that book. I I read that to my wife last night. (laughs) (laughs) She just said, he's right. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I, I finished uh, Camp Whatever right after I read the new Animorphs graphic novel. And then I messaged Chris my thoughts on the book and him as a person for things that happened in that so book. rude. He told me I was a monster. <laughs> I stand I, by I, it. I agree. I agree. <laughs> it was one of those things, like, that was the very first time, like, as an author that I've, I think anyway, that I've actually killed off a beloved <laughs> thing in a yeah uh it's not the first no. character i've killed but like it was very i can think of one other time that you killed off a beloved thing in a book hmm. i'm trying to avoid spoilers too for everybody uh, yeah no it's fine it's me it's me oh i killed the you. beloved th- yeah the beloved thing was me uh, beloved uh. <laughs> oh. i mean that's a strong word <laughs> <laughs> Also, I believe the exact words upon being killed off by a hork was, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, I do. I, it, was I, fun, I, and it was fun doing it anyway, just because it's sometimes drawing all the just people, especially background characters and stuff, is it can be tedious, but if I can make it Tim, or if I can make it somebody <laughs> that I know yeah. and murder them, 
you know, and then I get that little like, that's right. Just wait till they see this um, kind of thing. And that gets me through the day a little bit. So. That um, Tim, Tim was a good sport about it. The the <laughs> the other thing that I love to do in all of your books is count the chicken hair references, which is one of the things we were talking about with uh with Axe's shirt. And I was like, yeah, I did, I did that, didn't I? Yeah, that believe so. Like a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I try to, I try to sneak it in there as much as I can. Yeah, I feel like it's a good luck charm or something. It's <laughs> great. So you said book five is already done. Book five is done. I think it might officially be done today because I had to do, I had to make one little tweak to like, you know, the little preview page mm -hmm. that goes in the back. For like, you know, they wanted, they wanted it to bleed to the edge a little bit more um, just for copy purposes. So I, that's what I did today on that. And I think that might be it. So yeah, that's awesome. Amazing. Yeah. How, how, I'm excited about, I'm excited for you guys seeing that one. Yeah. That was, I got to really play with Axe in that one. I mean, <laughs> Barely got yes. to do much with Axe in the fourth one. I mean, he's introduced and he's a lot of fun, but he's not the Axe that everybody loves, right? He's got to get going just a little bit. Yeah. And holy cow, did I have some <laughs> fun with that. In fact, he's on the cover running from like the security guards uh, uh, in the mall and he's like partially morphed out, you know? So that's the cover. Oh, so that's I'm really awesome. Excited. Oh my God. Yes. How so good. I fought for that because I was like, okay, because it was funny because for like ever since the very first book, Scholastic, you know, the uh, graphics department, they're always, they're like, we need to get an alien or something creepy on the cover. And I'm like, mm, I, you know, we can do a few things, but it's hard. Like, And then uh, they, you know, they wanted Axe on the cover of book four. And I was like, no, no, we can't do that because it's like, that's the whole point of book four is right. The discovery of that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to ruin that for people who don't know, you know, and so. And they've been wanting to do it. So basically they've been wanting me to put an alien like on the cover of these things. So they think it's got more appeal, you know, a broader appeal. And uh, so finally here comes book five and I'm like, here's your cover. It's like the, the alien on the cover. And they're like, mm, we need to see some other ideas. I was like, oh, come on, come on. I want this, but not like that. Yeah. I make it sound way worse than it is. It's not that hostile. But I was really excited about it. And they were, they, they kind of, they kind of, you know, a little bit of like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, mm, it's it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. So, so, how deep are you into book six then? Um, I'm done with the pencils. I've been dropping in the backgrounds, and what I mean by that is, I I build a lot of my backgrounds in SketchUp, mm -hmm. Google SketchUp, or it used to be Google SketchUp, uh, and then I drop them in the background. It just keeps my lines accurate. Architecture is like my weakness, and I'd rather. I'd rather take the time to have to build the models and learn that stuff. And then, so it looks right. Mm -hmm. I do have a friend of mine who builds the ships for me. He does that in like blender because uh, sketchup is not, it's not good for like organic shapes and uh, things like that. So he builds those for me in blender and then I bring them into sketchup. Um, but so that's what I finished up today, dropping in all the models. And then I'm going to start lettering tomorrow, hopefully done lettering by Monday. And then I'll start inking. Oh man, yeah, it's a rough it's schedule. Yeah. yeah, I know. We, we're oh. gonna have to wait forever for this book, and you're just sitting over there with it done almost. <sighs> well, I think doesn't book five come out? Isn't it like August? Isn't that the pre-order on Amazon? Oh, wow. it might not. It might even be sooner than that. I'll look it up. Oh, well, God. I was. I think I remember being surprised because I thought it was supposed to be every six months. Oh yeah, no, I remember something about that about it being late. Every yeah. oh, that's right. And then it was like eight months, and it was, and I only uh -huh. I fell behind schedule a little bit, so but only by like a month, and it pushed it out like a lot further than I was expecting it to. 
They've got uh, August 20th. Yeah, that's wild. Oh, my God. That's an insane cadence. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm going to have to speak to somebody. I can't wait that long. <laughs> Casey and I are yeah. both like, Chris is going to just me. die here without fastest <laughs> working. Tim's like, how can we make you go faster? <laughs> psychic damage to all of us artists. Yeah, you can tell which one of us doesn't know anything about art and didn't go to art school. <laughs> so I was like, faster. I need more content now. Yeah, I'm at like max capacity, buddy. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm, after I'm done with this next this book, Six Animorphs, my I'm not I'm not agreeing to any more six month turnarounds on graphic novels. It's it's killing me. So yeah, they're gonna. It's gonna be like at least it's gonna be like nine months. So mm. I just it's for my own health. I am I am really struggling with this sixth book, and it's just it's just because I haven't had like a proper break. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like. Are your wrists okay? What's that? Yeah, you know, surprisingly, my hands and wrists and arms don't really hurt, but it is like my back. I have, mm-hmm. I went to a chiropractor one time in my life because I, I, I'm not sure how I feel about them anyway, but I was in, my back was in so much pain. Like about halfway through book five, I was like, I, I don't know what to do. Like I had had my wife like try to massage my back. I had tried everything I could find. And so I went in and they, they cracked my back <laughs> oh, so no. loudly. <laughs> that I laughed. I started laughing, and then she panicked. I was like, "Are you okay?" She thought I was crying. I was laughing. It was the mo- it was the most ridiculous Looney Tune sound I'd ever heard in my life. Well, but it worked. It worked, and I've just been. And that was from like when I uh, when I'm doing the lettering. It can be real tedious doing it. You kind of sit really still all day with my one arm that I'm you know reaching out to do all this stuff, and I think my shoulder just gets kind of locked up. No, whatever. That's, I'm also really old, <laughs> no. so that's probably part of it. I take that as an attack, by the way, whenever people <laughs> that are younger than me say that. Um, Tim, am I younger than you? I thought we'd established that last time that you I don't know. Younger. I'm turning 48 in like Oh, a week. no. Okay. So All right. You, you win this round, Chris. Yes. You got more gray in your beard because I don't have a beard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I can't grow a beard either, so you win that. You win uh, that. I mean, you don't know that Tim isn't lying to you right now. Tim could be turning like 52 in a week. (laughs) Tim is 74. (laughs) No. Ooh. Uh, mm. There's plenty of mornings where I would argue that. (laughs) So I know, I don't know if you two have like questions before we get into the questions from like what order you normally do this in. The appetizer questions? Yeah. The appetizer? No. We, we freestyle it, Tim. Oh, do you? Okay. Get with the program, Tim. Yeah. Yeah, get oh. with the lack of Come program. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been a member of Animorphs Anonymous? Get with the program. Like one, I'm trying to structure things, Tim. One Everworld. I have been on here for one Everworld. <laughs> okay. Well, then I'll, I'll start with the sort of first question here. And, uh, was we just include four, five, and six in this instead of making it just about four. But has anything changed about how you're creating the graphic novels from when you first started? Um, I don't know. I think I've, uh, I like to think I've just, I'm, I think the art's gotten better, but I think that part of that is constantly drawing, you know, I'm constantly yeah. working on these things. Like so, shorthand. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I think the, I think my art's gotten better. And I think just looking at the books, I, it's pretty obvious to myself. Just like mm, book one to, 
you know, book four or five is like, that's a pretty big difference. Um, I don't know if that there's a big change in the way I've been approaching them. Um, got a pretty streamlined way I work anyway, just to allow me to be able to do this many books in a yeah, short period sure. of time. My God, in four and a half years I've done, by the time I'm done with book six, it'll be four and a half years. I've done six Animorphs books and three Camp Whatever books. Mm-hmm. And those Camp Whatever books are girthy. They really that's are. A, yeah, that's a lot of pages in those books. I don't know. They're not much more than the Animorphs books. Are they? They've... The first the first Animorphs book and the first Camp Whatever book are about 270. Both of them. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I was a glutton for punishment on those. <laughs> no one told me to stop. I just kept going. <laughs> You're like, this is fine. <laughs> Well, I, I think I may have mentioned this before, dude, but I kind of I kind of did everything because I thought surely they were going to come back and go, we need to cut this. This page count's wild. We can't do that. But they didn't ever say anything. Then I was scared. I was like, oh, no. Now they're going to expect that <laughs> for, for all the other ones. <laughs> Luckily, they didn't, so it was good. And I think they were a little relieved that they started coming down and page count just a little bit. But that first book's got a lot more to set up. Like, it's a lot yes. more world building you have to do. Oh, yeah. I think that's one of the longer actual books as well. Like I think it was too, because after that, I believe they're all they all land on about one fifty three or one fifty four. Mm-hmm. I think some even come down to like one thirties, one twenties, like one twenty eight, one thirty. Like some should, yeah. they should, based on the amount of content that are in it. even book uh, book six. I've actually left a little bit out, which is the first time I've done that. Um, and it was just because it kind of was just, it just felt like the ghostwriter or whoever, it just felt like they were like, well, we know what we need to do, but we're about 12 pages short of the 153. So let's let's add in some kind of mm-hmm. just side stuff that just kind of meanders. And, and I was like, I'm not drawing an entire, you know, a, a, like there was a scene where Jake's playing basketball, like, and everybody's cheering for him. The crowds are going crazy. I'm like, hmm. That is not needed. That is not needed. Uh, it really, because it really was kind of out of place, uh, in my opinion, anyway. Or it just didn't really, it wasn't continuing the story as much as some of the other stuff. So, like that. I cut that and <clears throat> hope nobody's disappointed, but I I did kind of leave the uh, Jake dreaming about being a tiger and hunting his brother kind of a thing. It was only about four or five pages of the book, but... Um, it would have taken a lot more pages of art just to get that across. And it was kind of confusing anyway. And the, from what I understand, it doesn't even really get paid off until like book 46, yeah. which is, you know, not going to be my problem. <laughs> I'll be dead by then. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, so, and like, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. I, I kind of left some of that out just because it didn't feel like it was doing much. It might've been confusing, especially for anybody who hasn't read the series before, but so I don't know. I don't even know if you guys asked me that question, but I <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I volunteered it. Maybe I just felt guilty about it. No, honestly, like the best interviews are the ones where we like ask a question and the person just like just talks. It's great. We love right. it. Well, if I get in the weeds too far, you gotta have to just tell me. No, There's no never. such thing. I know. <laughs> you say you say that now. I, I wonder what you're going to admit to by the time we're done. <laughs> <laughs> what crime? <laughs> oh God! You never know. Ask the right question. So what's been your favorite moment so far in all of the books that you've done? Either to draw or to just absorb. I like so much of it. And, you know, I really kind of at the beginning, I really felt like 
everybody was waiting for Axe, and, and I was like, yeah, maybe Axe is like the Boba Fett of this series. Just Maybe he's just overrated, and <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just wasn't feeling it like everybody else was, but I didn't really grow up reading these books either, but I was just like, okay, we'll get to it, whatever, we'll get to it. But I really like him. I really like playing up his ridiculousness. Like, I found a very happy place um, with that. Yeah, any any chance I got, especially when he's sounding out words and stuff, and and I added a few lines. There was a couple. There was one spot in in book five where like Axe is just he is playing with the sounds, and they're talking about going to the mall, you know, to go to the Radio Shack and stuff. I'm like, well, if we can get in and out with no problem, and you know, we got to be hurry, got to stay on the schedule. We got to you know, because we only got a two hour window, and and Axe is like playing with the words right there. And Marco, I just cut to Marco, and he's just like, come on, dude. Like that's all he's just like, come on. <laughs> Like he's just exhausted with the whole thing. Like, you know, you would be. So I tried to interject a little bit of that stuff too. Cause man, I had, a, I had a little too much fun with that guy. No, <laughs> you guys think thing. so too, but it was fun. It's so good. Honestly, my favorite panel in this entire thing is Axe Millie with the pants around his shoulders, the boxers. <laughs> on. I'm like, I just want this picture blown up. Thanks. <laughs> I'm glad you like that. Cause I was, I was, I was like, mm, I hope this, I hope this, hope they like this i was really oh, i was yeah. scared guys so good you know i was pulled i was trying to like okay i'm gonna i'm only pulling from the books i'm gonna you know limit myself that that way nobody can say well it doesn't look like it did in the tv show or it doesn't look like you know this or that but that's it didn't really make me feel better i was still very nervous about it but it seems like it's gone over fairly well I saw a few people say that you know Animorphs in his in his uh, Andalite form he's like too close to Viscera three or something. But I'm like I tried to make him a little thinner and a little younger looking. Like I thought like Viscera three is just like pumping iron all day so he can look like a monster. Like in my head like <laughs> he's a bro he's a he's a total like he's using that body every way he can right like that Andalite body and but you know so that's why he's a little he's a little chunkier and a little thicker too and i that was just kind of like my backstory for, for him because i just thought you know he's he's such a pompous arrogant jerk anyway like he would definitely do that mm -hmm. uh, especially if he thought that the andalites had wimpy little skinny arms and you know or whatever so i you know i i don't think he looked that much like this or three but some mm -hmm. people said that but i was like it's a it's a it's the same species i mean it's kind of <laughs> i'm gonna do my best guys but no, I, they're all blue. <laughs> but he's got like the big round eyes that you know evoke more of an innocence, and I I love that you gave him eyebrows. That's like delightful. It helps the expression so much. Like, yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't think he looked like Visor Three personally. Well, thank you for saying that. <laughs> I I mean I wasn't that bothered by the the uh, you know the thing I heard or whatever or read, but I was still like, oh. I mean everybody gets their own opinion. I try to avoid any reviews and stuff just because I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. I don't want yeah. to hear the negative stuff because it will impact me, even if it's just like ruining my evening. Yeah. And now, like, ugh, I don't know. I shouldn't get that way, but it's really hard to, you know, uh, detach yourself from your own art when it's kind of a part of you. And then people are like, but I hate your art. Like, well, thank <laughs> you. But that that totally, made my day. It's a different thing to like, it, we talk about this a lot, like with the art school critique is very different from somebody that has nothing to tell you other than they don't like it. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's a, yes. One's an attack and one's a thing that you can build one's, on. Yeah. One's yeah. constructive. The other one is not. Yep. You're right. That's a good way of putting it. And I only know how to do one of them. <laughs> so. Oh, damn. That's no, okay. Uh, yeah. 
I have nothing to attack. I really like this book a lot. Oh, it's Same. fantastic. Although I did just realize, like, a really, while you're speaking about the Visor 3 versus Axe like, I just realized a really terrible thing that's going to happen. And that's, what if we never get your interpretation of Gefinolin and Myrtle? <gasps> oh. Uh, what, what book is that? Oh, too oh, late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh it's a God. long time from now. Well, you'll have to get somebody else's version of that. <laughs> it's killing me that we'll never get the big bodybuilder oh. Andalite. <laughs> Well, who knows though? I mean, I you know I'm down for more, but it's just we'll just have to see what they what they decide. That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say no to more. I just cannot imagine doing forty, fifty four books. I I cannot even fathom that. Is that uh, is that or by the time I'm done with that? Is that one of the no talk about topics? I don't know. Oh, I I just didn't know where we stood with <laughs> after six. So. I don't know, Tim. Maybe it is. Yeah. I can't tell you. If it is, I can't really confirm that. Uh. <laughs> it is. That is one of the things. Yeah, okay. Just, okay. Yes. Yeah, we'll leave that one alone then. Oh, okay. it's fine. Until later. I'll just give you aggressive answers. <laughs> <laughs> I will scare you away. <laughs> scare you away from those corners. I like to call them scarecrow answers. <laughs> Because they keep Tim Crows away? Yes, yes. <laughs> Scare Tim answers. Okay, this book, I don't know what about it, but for me it really felt like, oh man, we're like settling into the Animorphs first now. So my my question here is, does it feel like you've become a real figurehead now in the community? Because I'm going to say right off the bat, I already think you are. And seeing you all over, I, I'm constantly talking about like, oh, Chris, and everyone knows who I'm talking about. But do you feel it now? I don't know. Like, I definitely feel like I'm part of the community, but I'm still such a fan. And God, Catherine is Catherine and Michael are just some of like the the, the kindest people. Anytime you see any photos or that she's at signings and stuff, it's like, how can you even put yourself in that same kind of category? You know, I'm just happy to be a part and be having fun with everybody else. That's kind of the way I see it. Like, I'm getting to play with everybody else, but I'm the one that brought the toys. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, but but I'm playing with the toys. You know, we're in the same sandbox playing together. So, I mean, I, I do listen to, you know, you guys feedback and stuff. But I, I don't do it all, you know, kind of a thing. But if somebody mentions something, I, I take that into account, like, you know, how things are being perceived or I try not to like give into like a fan service or things like that too much because I'm trying to stick to the source material and everything. But if there's something that's really been bothering people and I'm kind of tapped into the to the uh, community these days i kind of know and if it's something that, that that's small enough that i can make a little tweak here or a little tweak there to kind of do then i try i figure there's no harm in doing that you know anyway but yeah i guess i guess i i don't feel like a, like i'm in anywhere at the top of the food chain for animorphs but i'm just having a lot of fun with it talking about Catherine, i did have to pick up a copy of this book because i did mess up the pre-order so i went to the bookstore and bought it yesterday uh, this this lady, when she handed me the book, she's like, oh, Catherine Applegate. She just has to be one of the nicest people on the planet. And I was like, yeah, yeah, she's been pretty nice the time I've talked to her. And she's like, and did you know she's married to Michael Grant? Like went into this whole thing. And I was like, yes, yes. And then I, she said that she was really happy because I was the first person she could nerd out about that stuff with. Did you invite like, her oh. to the Discord? Cause you I should have. <laughs> I should have. Oh. I should have. <laughs> 
Yeah, I see so many people like if you if you just search like animorphs on say like Twitter or whatever, there's so many people will be like, man, you guys remember Twitter or you got you guys remember animorphs? Does anybody remember animorphs? I'm like, my god, dude, <laughs> there is such a huge community still. Yeah, look far. No, it's no. it's really fun. I'm glad it's still around. You know. So but yeah, she is so nice. But I would love to be able to hang out with those two in person someday. But I don't know. I mean, they live. I'm assuming in California over there, mm -hmm. or maybe yep. not. I don't know Santa Barbara area. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it'd be nice, but you know, I'm stuck here in the Midwest. You know, for now. But for they now. come. They come out here. For, this is where I get creepy. I only know this because I <laughs> talked to Catherine about it, and she told me. I swear, I'm not a stalker. She has a bunch of family that still lives out here because they used to live in Illinois, so they're kind of our area-ish. So oh. you never know. Maybe I guess there is a chance. Maybe someday. Huh? Yeah. I I don't feel cool enough to even bring that up. <laughs> I didn't bring it up. I swear to. Okay, I feel like such a creep now. I did not bring no, it up to her. She all. brought it I up. Just said like, no, no, like <laughs> no, that would be awesome. But I'm gonna tweet at Michael Grant. Be like, go hang out with Chris. We need the vlogs, man. <laughs> okay, so I remember. Uh, on on Twitter, a lot of talk about how many dolphins you had to draw for this book. I'd okay. have to go back and look at what that number was, but it yeah, was it was big. Uh, it was big. Uh, is there an animal that has replaced a dolphin? As I didn't the thing hate drawing dolphins at least because they made sense, but like ants and lobsters are just <laughs> they don't make sense. The I I pulled up I have so many photo references of lobsters and i can't i, I still don't know what's <laughs> happening with lobsters just right right in this area is too much going on and ants ants weren't quite as bad they were about as bad as the roaches but the man those lobsters were just monsters those are just sea spiders and they're terrifying <laughs> nobody should eat there's oh god i don't even think i could tell you what a lobster face looks like Oh, is now a, that you say a hot mess of just <laughs> weird pointy things hanging out everywhere <laughs> none of it makes sense like if you get i was honestly i was looking for a model kit i'm not kidding you i was doing i did a i did a search for a lobster model kit because i just wanted the parts so i could see what the <laughs> hell i was supposed to be drawing i i mean <laughs> so there may be a few in book five you say please don't be too harsh and critical of my lobster drawings <laughs> I did my best, and and shadows were my friends. <laughs> oh my god! Because seriously, I mean, there was a lot. I don't know what is going on with their faces. There's like, like weird tentacles or like the antenna things that come out, and then there's like another thing that comes out, and then there's like the li <laughs> these little thingies right here, and, and that's all just right here. It's, I haven't even moved down to like the torso area where all the legs come together. We need to get like one of those. You know how like in like car manuals they have like the exploded yeah, view of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, We need to get like an exploded lobster yeah. oh, for Chris. I, I have like technical, you know, like the side drawing, anatomical drawings. I found those. I mean, that's part of my all my photo re references. It's none of it helped. My son, my nine year old son, brought a book home from school about lobsters because I've been clearly whining about it for too long. <laughs> He brought home a picture book with lobsters. I actually, I scanned a few pictures of the lobsters and just added it to my, I was like, I, whatever. There's another angle of something I don't understand. I'm just so excited Wait. for lobster pedant. <laughs> the, the, the Vitruvian lobster. 
With oh. the, yes. Is that the Da Vinci thing or whatever? Yeah, I never, I just, I guess I just never had any idea how complicated their undersides were. No. There's a lot going on. That I, I mean, you know, everybody's used to the top and like the two pinchers, you know, and kind mm-hmm. of the fan tail, mm-hmm. but just don't look under the bottom of that. <laughs> it is a train wreck of an animal underneath there. <laughs> It's like a pile of used parts, and they just threw like a tarp over the top of it, and that's what it looks like underneath a lobster shell. Sorry. All right. I will get off my soapbox about lobster hate now. See, you should have built a 3D model of a lobster. Those up too. I looked up 3D models. I I mean, what about your the, the the guy who built the starship so that you can yeah. import them? Make me a lot. Yeah, but I would have yeah. to supply him images of that. <laughs> I couldn't supply him for myself, Tim. I'm going to supply him to somebody else. I'm it's amazed kind that of there's a long a... thing, and then there's like a pinchy thing and a sharp thing. Just do that. I'm amazed <laughs> that we don't see a tank behind you right now with a lobster from the grocery store. <laughs> you know, you know, I did actually go to a couple grocery stores around here. And mm-hmm. I was going to take photos, mm-hmm. and I actually thought about just buying one. But I thought, oh, that'll be cruel because I don't. Yeah. I already don't eat them anyway. But I, you know, I'm not going to bring a live animal home so I can draw pictures of it so I can and just watch it die. Yeah. Because what am I going to do with it? What the hell am I supposed to do with a pet lobster? I don't have like a tank. <laughs> can't what? take them back. I'm sure they're non-returnable. <laughs> well, we I can't feel like take it. it. He's got a kiddie pool. With like three <laughs> right on the other side. On the other side. <laughs> Luckily, they didn't have any when I went up there, so I didn't have to even deal with it. But I went up there like, oh, my wife was. Are you going to the grocery store to get a lobster? I'm like, I don't know. I'm so <laughs> desperate right now. I don't know what I'm going to do. We'll see when we get there. Just, just ask the clerk. Just oh. okay. Can you just hold it just like that for a minute? <laughs> any like just recently deceased lobsters? Like, can, just, can I just have it? What's your lobster <laughs> rental policy yeah. here? I talk about a creep. I'm just like <laughs> walked up. Hey, you got any like dead lobsters that I can just have? Just dead ones. Oh, Six no. to eight hours ago, that'd be fine. Just put it in a bag. I'm just gonna take it apart and draw it when I get home anyway. Oh I'd be God. a story forever. That. Oh, so, anyway, anyway, sorry. <laughs> Incredible. And you said I couldn't get too far into the weeds. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm happy to be done with at least ants and lobsters and yeah cockroaches for just a little while. Just a little while. There's a lot. Did did writing these books lead to i guess i don't want to say well you know what I'll, did it lead to any sort of other inspiration for other ideas for books that you want to write mm, not directly or, no but think, but it has been the one of the nice things and it is a lot of work i mean I'm, I'm working a lot but the nice thing is is when i'm working on this type of thing where i didn't actively write it i'm just adapting it so i'm kind of my brain's on autopilot to some extent i mean i'm mm-hmm. having to do some but like um it allows me time to kind of just let my wine, my mind wander. And I do come up with that is when I come up with some like nuggets of ideas and stuff to build on later and I'll just jot them down, but nothing like directly, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. And honestly, Tim, anytime I'm working on one thing, I automatically want to work on whatever else. <laughs> so it's also good for that. No, that's I, procrastination. I, I was going to say, I identify with that so hard, <laughs> but just in everything, 
not in just creation. Whatever I'm doing right now is the worst thing on the planet, and I'd rather be doing the other thing. Yeah. And then as soon as I go do the other thing, I'm, well, now this is the worst thing on the planet. Yes, I I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> but like for me, it's a little bit too. It's like I really need like a nap, right? Like I, I need to take a nap. And so I go to lay down to take a nap and I cannot relax because I feel like I'm wasting time. Uh -huh. I need to be working. I need to be uh -huh. up to something. But I'll just lay there for 20 minutes and waste 20 minutes uh -huh. and just get up and go work. And so that's the kind of stuff I mean. It's like I just, I have to force myself to, you know, think about other things, kind of get off of it a little bit and get my brain out of there. And so, that's, anyway. the, that's the hotel thing for me. Like I sleep better in hotels than I do at home and everybody says that's sort of weird. And I'm like, no, I don't have anything that I should be doing at a hotel that I'm not doing. Yeah, and, and I'm just sleeping instead. Yeah. yeah. So I sleep great. I do too. I told my wife that and she, she agrees though. It's like we mm -hmm. both agree. Yeah, well, when I do conventions and occasionally I'll stay in a hotel room and it's just, it's like the best night of sleep I've ever had. And that's not a an attack on my wife or anybody else. It's just like, I don't have, there's no noises. There's, mm -hmm. if I'm snoring, I'm not going to get punched. <laughs> you know? like, I can snore as loud as I want you know? or, or whatever, you know, it is just nice to have, yeah. like, it's kind of like a, a little vacation from your life. Just yeah. Like, do you have any conventions on the horizon? I do. I do. And I'm trying to get excited about them because I took all year, I took all last year off from conventions right. just so I could get. And now I'm like, Hmm. I actually uh, made about the same amount of money I made last year and I got a hell of a lot more work done by not being at conventions. And I also didn't have the stress of having to get everything set up and order stuff and make sure, you know, it, all this stuff. And I lose like four or five days on, on because if it's even if it's a two day convention or a three day, that's the day before you got prep, you got set up. Then the day after, like the Monday after show, I am destroyed, absolutely destroyed because I'm having to be on like all weekend long, you know, and it's a lot. And so I lose four to five days every time. And so there's a re very real part of me that's like, well, I kind of enjoyed having the year off, but I, I am, I have committed to a few already. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. I just have to get out of my, I don't know, being reclusive state. I've really grown into it quite nicely. <laughs> And I've been so busy. It's just, it's been easy to just go, I'm too busy. I can't go. It, it, it's yeah. gotten so easy to say that. And it's not, cause it's not a lie, but I really do need to take a break. But I'm at that point where if someone doesn't force me to go take that break, or if I don't commit myself in a way that I can't cancel that, then I'm just not gonna, mm -hmm. and that's not good for my mental health. <laughs> this is something I'm learning. So I'm going to have to going to have to just go to those conventions and just talk to those people this year. <laughs> I love conventions once I'm there. It's the, yeah, it's the getting there. It's the, it's the prepping, the build up, and trying to convince myself as an introvert that I want to go and be talking to people 24 hours a day for like three days. That's a lot. The, uh, the normal routine is uh, decide something six months from now sounds really fun. Then two days before, I regret every decision that I've ever made. Then I go do the thing and then I have a lot of fun at the thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's that window where it's like, why is past Tim such a jerk <laughs> and plan all this stuff? Yeah, he knew I didn't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel too. I mean, I do the yeah. same stuff. Sometimes it's better to just drop something on me. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. like for example, like you reached out like what, three months ago to do this? Yeah. yeah. I was like, probably. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sure. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it'll work out just fine, you know. And then we got up here. It's like this week. I'm like, are we? Are we doing this? Are we doing this? <laughs> I don't remember that we had a conversation about this. But if you had put it on the calendar, I probably would have been just staring at it for three months. <laughs> oh no! In dread. In dread would just be like, I'm yeah. too busy. I can't do a podcast. Uh-huh. But I can. I can do a podcast just fine. It's just. It's in my head. Yeah. No. I get it. Yeah. I know I'm not alone in that. No, I don't have like I I completely understand what you're saying. I don't have neat books that I'm creating though, so I don't have something to show for it at the I'm end. I'm trying to say I, I should I should be promoting myself to him and not hiding in my. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know that's you. You're not wrong on that either. And that's part of it. It's too. It's like I saw there was a meme. Let me see. Um, oh, here it is. It says uh. Artists trying to be their own curator, press, and marketing team, administrator, technician, studio manager, art handler, social media manager, web designer, application writer, act- archivist, and photographer Photographer who documents all your work. And then it's just a picture of a woman in bed just going, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and yep. that is how I feel. I get so overwhelmed sometimes I just don't do anything. Yeah. Yep. It's like I got I set up my uh, that shop on my website, and I immediately regretted it. <laughs> Because I had oh, like no. 25 orders like that day. And I'm like, I don't have time to go to the damn post. <laughs> oh, no. Why did I do this? Oh, but I, but again, that was just me being a grumpy old man. I was happy to do it. But like anytime I get an order come in, I'm like, oh, <laughs> why do I got to make money? I just I don't want to. It's the most ridiculous thing. I, I don't know. Now, don't take that the wrong way anyway, guys. I love it when you guys order stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's just me being grumpy. It's the I mean, only way I can get autographed stuff, so you're going to have to deal yeah, with it. especially if I'm not going to conventions, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm just sitting in my room making books. I'm not selling any books on my side. I'm not going to conventions. <laughs> like, get off my lawn. Such a mood. Yeah. <laughs> just change your shop to sell only stickers, or just not even stickers, tape that you just sign and send to stick. <laughs> <laughs> pieces of paper with my signature on yeah. them. Stick this on whatever yeah. you want. Whatever you you stick want. it in an envelope, send it off. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Do you I think I'll, I'll be better. Once I'm, I think once I get through this this particular book, I think I'll be in a better spot because at least for now, I don't have any on the horizon anymore Animorphs books right now, but it's a little early for that. And up until this point, like I've always had the next one. It's, uh, you know, yeah. it's like, so it was kind of weighing on me and I feel like I'm at the end of like the, the tunnel here a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm just looking forward to like taking like a week or two weeks off completely. I'm not gonna do anything. I'm gonna play, and then I'm gonna play the Switch or whatever, and just generally irritate my wife and my family. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be so lazy and sleep till noon and just be confused when anybody wants me to do anything. I'm just not gonna participate in life for like two weeks. Do it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, that's the the dream vacation. That is it the won't dream. happen. It won't happen. I'm telling you that. Put it that's on the calendar point. and just regret it for months. Yeah, I'll, I will. I will cancel my vacation on myself like a day before. Because oh, how, no. how dare I do that when I need? Like, <laughs> oh my god! I know. Oh, just it hits. It hits so hard. Dude, yeah. that's that's a. I I can't get past this. That. That's like the ultimate baller move, though, is to just have ripped up pieces of paper in your house and just be like, send me money, I'll send you one of these that I sign. 
Just, just put it in any an random pieces of trash. On yeah. Your <laughs> receipt. Yeah. Old just Kit Kat wrapper. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and they're all signed with pencil too, so sometimes it doesn't. Even... <laughs> That's pencil. awesome. It's graphite on a Twix wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see the signature. Yeah. All you can see is that little line that it creates, the little indention. It was never there. <laughs> it was. Ne- I just sent you some trash. <laughs> Yeah, but then people will be like, I have Chris Grind's trash. <laughs> God. God help us all if there's ever a market for that. We're just my trash. Yeah. <laughs> oh my anyway, all right. I should stop complaining. I feel like I'm just complaining. You're allowed. At the end of the day, though, I really love what I get to do. You know, This is fun. I get to hang out with fun people. I get to draw. I get to color. You know, it's like my 10 year old's idea of a, of a dream come true. I'm just sitting here and drawing and coloring comics all day. <laughs> they are great books though. They're, they are turning out great. Oh, yeah. thank you. I'm enjoying them. I try to, I try to do, I try to improve every, on every book, you know, that's, it's subjective though. So that's up to you guys to, to decide. And if you don't think I'm doing better then you just keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if I'm even allowed to, so use those potty mouth words. On you are. Right? You can use yeah. all of the potty mouth words. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Especially when you're in grumpy old man. Uh, mode. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, he's gonna... it's coming off as more humorous than actually. Because <laughs> I'm not. You just sound enraged the whole time. I am <laughs> really furious. Furious that I have to be here. I'm furious about everything. Also, you know, you're the guest. So, like, who's going to tell you no? Yeah. Like, like, you can just cut me off. You just be like, no. who are you three? Just you three edit. just have to listen to me. Just go through and edit it and make it sound like I'm saying other things that I shouldn't be saying. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to release, like, the Chris Grind Rage Supercut, where it's just... <laughs> and another thing. And those kids on my lawn again. <laughs> Taking my trash for free when I'm going to ship it to them. Let me tell you about lobsters. <laughs> all, I'm going to talk to you all day. I'm going to have an entire convention about how ugly <laughs> I can't even blame you. There was a whole thing the other day with like half male, half female. They kept it oh. Steven would spawn eggs underneath it. And I'm like, what are we doing here? I saw that. Yeah, what wild. on earth are you talking about? So lobsters can be, especially dichromatic ones, like the blue and red ones, when they're split down the middle like that, they can be half male, half female. They don't have to be different colors to be that, but they can be literally vertically half male, half female. They caught one uh, recently. It's like TikTok fisherman, whatever. They caught one and it was half female and it had a notch out of its tail, which means at one point they think it might have been a breeder or they thought it might have had a notch, something like that. They basically decided to keep it to see if it would spawn eggs on half of its body, which is how they, they do it. Like underneath their big chunky tails, they just like bubble up all the eggs. So they kept it to see what's going to happen. <laughs> And it hasn't happened yet. Like we're still no, waiting. No, we're to still see. waiting. We're waiting to see what happens. Uh, it hasn't happened yet, but. And I'm just sitting here like, throw them back in the sea. What are you doing? <laughs> Let life be a mystery. Give it to Chris. Come on. <laughs> oh. I don't need magic lobsters either. <laughs> that can do it all. I don't need that. It's like a bomb pop. <laughs> 
half red and half blue. It's a bomb pop. He's going to ruin my summer now, too. Don't do that. That's crazy, though. Don't don't scientists have anything better to do? No. Apparently not. Hey, look at that lobster. It's half red and half blue. Let's see if it makes babies. <laughs> With itself. Yeah, it's... That sounds like a really fun scientific day, though. <laughs> That's like a good procrastination project. Like, you're supposed to be studying something really boring, and you're like, but there's a thing over here. It's very important. <laughs> studying the ocean currents and how it affects the entire, like, global atmosphere. But yeah. I found this cool lobster. <laughs> <laughs> so is it... See, we're getting derailed here, but... <laughs> Welcome to Animorphs Anonymous. Do they think that it developed like the other organs, like, like say, some frogs can do? Is that what they think? Or That's was what it they're... born, like, There's... with both? Like... Oh, okay. I think that they're born with both, is, is my understanding of it. We should move away from this creepy lobster talk. I'm going to have <laughs> nightmares. All right. Let's go, let's go back to dolphins <laughs> for a minute. Um, so... In the original series, the dolphins, there were only five of them. Um, they were all named after the Friends characters. They were missing Rachel. Um, how did you, uh, why did you decide to put Rachel in this book? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know that I know what you're talking about. I'm looking for that book now. Really? Right? Yeah. It, it, apparently it was like a weird, well, I don't know if it was weird. It was weird to me. It was pretty weird. But they they only had five of the Friends. Hmm. It's because they Never. have Rachel and the Animorphs. Maybe that was why. I, you know, I didn't think about that till right now. Maybe it was because they had the same name. Maybe. And I and, and I named them right when they first went there, right? Didn't? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember. I mean, that was like three books ago. Or <laughs> I don't even That's know, a guys. long time ago. Fair enough. That's no, when we were talking a year ago. You were. You were. <laughs> it feels like forever ago. Yeah. <laughs> you guys familiar with the movie The Jerk? Yes. So like when he's talking to his girlfriend, he's like, "Today felt like three days, but yesterday felt like eight. <laughs> the day before that was like two weeks, and like that—that's how this whole year has been. Last month felt like three months. It has, yeah. I don't know what day it is anymore. I too many books, four, five, and six, four coming out now. This is what's confusing for me is that now that they're coming out and it's messing me up." so bad still i was just like i said finishing up a couple little loose ends on book five and then that's getting set up for pre-order now i'm in the middle of book six i don't know what is happening it was the uh it's funny that you picked the jerk because i'm sure that when that hork when i saw me standing in front of that hork i did the same thing with the phone book that he did just running around i'm somebody now i'm somebody you guys haven't seen that movie. Ugh. It's because we're like, Cause we're like young. Yeah. Young. How dare we're... you not watch old people movies? <laughs> oh, I, I have never seen a movie. So don't, yeah, that's true. don't come yeah. at me. Actually, I was terrified when you said, uh, when, when you were talking about the, they could change like they do, like the frogs do. And I was like, oh no, that's dangerously close to a Jurassic Park reference. And it's the one movie that Alex has seen. Hey. So, it's going to turn into the Jurassic Park podcast now. No, listen, there's guests here today, Tim. I know I have to behave. <laughs> I'm, we could talk about Jurassic Park. <laughs> In what depth? 
Well, now yeah. I'm starting to get a little, con- little, uh, yeah, resistant to it because if you're asking me what depth I want to go, then... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know about how far I could carry that conversation. I'm pretty sure Alex got married at Jurassic Park. I well, might be messing that story up a little bit, but it's basically it the same thing. Was in front of a Velociraptor, and Jurassic Park was playing in the little old timey movie theater. It was in a museum in the dinosaur area, so it wasn't Jurassic Park itself. But you know, That's it may as well have been attempt. It was an attempt, a, a poor attempt. <laughs> I spared many expenses. <laughs> I've never heard of anybody getting married in a museum before, but that's awesome. It's that actually fun. seems like a really cool was, venue. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great wedding. Yeah. I think as long as you get the right museum. Yeah, you I'm know sure where, where everything comes alive at night. Yeah, yeah. Stay away from that one. Oh, no. I, that one sounds great. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> thinking about your, like, catering bill. Be astronomical. I, they just eat the guests and it's fine. <laughs> Okay, so what am I allowed to ask you? About what a, what, what you... a way to start, Tim. I, don't I know. know. I don't. I don't... <laughs> no, like about what you do have coming out, like future stuff. Is there anything you can tell us? I don't have anything lined up right now. I'm kind of in uh, gathering pitch pitches together kind of a yep. thing. I've got something that a buddy of mine uh, have have been kind of kicking around for a better part of a decade. Um, that is actually going to be happening next. And oh, that's awesome. It, the plan is to try our hands at a Kickstarter. Okay. Uh, because we think that it's got enough nostalgia and legs to it that it will probably be okay, but we've never done that before, and it's kind of an opportunity for us to try to see how that goes. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm excited about that, but I'm also a little, little nervous. But it may actually be a good. It may be good timing though, because I mean I'm coming off this stuff, and I'll be that'll be a little bit slower pace, um, just for a little while. Be able mm-hmm. to have a little bit more fun, and I'll tell you guys all about it when we're done recording. Okay. <laughs> I can't spill the beans right now because it's not even. It's it's barely a thing right now. Yeah. And I wish I had more stuff lined up, but um, I just kind of don't right now. It's I'm not hating it. There's a part of me that's a little terrified. Because I've gone like the last five years with always having plenty of work to do. And now I'm kind of coming out of the end of the tunnel and uh, sky's nice and blue and everything. And I'm happy to be there, but I need to find work really quick. Mm -hmm. We're going to do this Kickstarter thing first. And hopefully while that's kind of churning away, um, I can set up some other stuff for what's next. Can I? uh, Hopefully it's more animals, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I need to float one thing out for your wife also. Um, when people see my Andalite, the insane jealousy mm-hmm. that that I have seen in people. So uh, be sure to let us know if she decides to make more of those. So that I we will. Can... Yeah, she. Uh, my wife's. Uh, she never knows what she wants to do. She's <laughs> kind, of, kind of do a lot of stuff. She her full time job is she works at Hallmark. She's a designer at Hallmark. Yeah. So when she comes home, she just kind of wants to do other things, right? So sure. She just recently got into tufting. Do you guys know what that is? Yes, no. I do. Big tufting guns. Gigantic. It's for making like rugs, Tim. It's like carpet. Oh, oh okay. okay. Custom car- custom rugs, you know, cool pictures and whatever. If you if you look it up on TikTok or like Instagram or whatever, you'll see endless amounts of people doing that. But 
she's kind of gotten into that right now. So she's we've got about ten thousand rugs in the house. <laughs> Not really, but I mean she's she's making some cool stuff. But like you know, that's the kind of stuff she does. Like she's she's yeah. on that kick right now, and then she may come back around to plush a little later and. It's kind of like just a hobby. It's for her. She's not trying to turn it into a business. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. Wants to do something that she wants to do, um, and she really enjoyed the, the the plush stuff and everything. But then, I think she she did like four or five or six of them, whatever. And then she was like, "I don't want to do any more right now." <laughs> I was like, but you, "You're you're basically printing money." <laughs> doesn't want to do anymore. It's not it's not about that for her, and and that's fine with me. I, I try not to pressure her to do more even though i know that they would sell like instantly. yeah but yeah I'll, i will make sure to post if she ever decides she wants to return to that yeah 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 i liked them too they were yeah sure. <laughs> pretty cool i got i got to go watch her make them you know like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this looks so good <laughs> i will pass that on to her though yeah. there's still people wanting some and also yeah. let her know that um i appreciate her validating me calling you a monster <laughs> well, she says that to me all the time. No, not really, but I, I, I read your whole comment and she was like, oh, well. <laughs> you kind of were a monster in that moment. <laughs> Damn it. The story called for it. <laughs> yeah, I won't disagree there. I won't disagree. It was a very it impactful needed, it moment. Needed that, it needed that little thing, right? I mean, there's yeah. the stakes. It's, it's yep. all about the stakes, you know? And, mm-hmm. You're willing to take a character like that off the board. You're willing yeah. to take all the characters off the board. I'm so curious now. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I don't know if that, though, us talking about it before was... We're way overselling. <laughs> no, no. Uh, go read all three volumes of Secrets of Camp, whatever, because they're great. Yeah, I have the they're first great. one, so I got to catch up. And then you can you can... You can tweet at me and let me know that you agree with me that Chris is a monster when you finish that third one. I'm ready. The nice thing about that series for me was that that was the very first time I've ever actually had like, I mean, Animorphs is different because, you know, those were already written and everything. But for me to actually have my own thing and it, I had a three book deal, like I, I pitched a, a one book kind of like, here's the one book idea. And they wanted me to do three. And I at first I was scared because that's a lot. But then I realized like this is my first chance to actually plant seeds, you know, as the yeah. story on and let them pay off slowly. Mm-hmm. So I hope, I mean, Tim can tell us if I stuck the landing or not. I, oh, yeah. I kind of felt like I did, but yeah. you never really know when you're kind of laughing at your own jokes. All day. <laughs> you know, it's, like, mm. it's like your own personal echo chamber. No, it's a... for book three have been really good, though. I've been really happy with them. Yeah, it's like a great stuff. story. I try not to read the reviews, but they've been pretty overwhelmingly positive. So it's been easier. It's not like a horrible minefield of people saying, oh, this is pretty good, but, you know, like, oh, God, don't read anymore. Stop. I Also, I do need to throw out there that if you haven't read Time Shifters, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice because that's an amazing story. That is it's true. It's great. And that, that, that's for anybody all ages. It's great. I'm just going to hire Tim as my, like, marketing person. <laughs> just go out and... Tell people about my books for me. You're Tim Cryer. Tim's a great hype man. He is a good. Yeah, I can tell you. I could. I've read a bunch of them now, and they're all great. Time shifters should be on everybody's must read list. That's very nice of you to say that. That's still one of my favorite things I've ever done. So it used to be my absolute favorite, but I I think the entirety of the Camp Whatever series yes, yeah. as one story is is my favorite currently. 
got to add a lot of cool characters in there and a lot of fun. Got to add a lot of, man, there's like poop humor in every one of those books too. <laughs> there's a poop joke, at least one in every book. And I'm so proud of that. They're not like, they're not even like too, I don't know. Maybe they are, maybe they are too juvenile, but I, I enjoyed them. No, maybe they're great. They're great. Also more fun chicken hair references buried in that book. So they're not quite as subtle in that one. No, no. <laughs> There's that restaurant called the Chicken and Hair. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no. That's in camp. That, yeah, that's in camp. Whatever. What am I thinking of? No, camp. Whatever is what I was talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. there's a lot in Time Shifters too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I even do that, but because <laughs> it's Cause great. Can. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I can. Yeah. <laughs> because we all love it. Any more? Yeah, were there questions? any more of the oh. uh, the Discord questions that we need to do? We have two Discord questions. Okay. All right. Uh, the first was, would you ever consider doing graphic novels for other Apple Grant works like Remnants or Everworld or I mean, probably, any? Probably. And not maybe, I wouldn't even like necessarily limit myself to their stuff, but I do love their stuff. You know, that that would just be like more just going home again kind of a thing. So, yeah, I wouldn't mind that at all. Um, I, I just I don't even know where they're at with that. I, I'm not sure if like I'm sure this was, uh, you know, started with Scholastic, you know, and it went mm-hmm. to them. So I don't know that they were necessarily even looking for for that kind of thing. But I don't know. Yeah, I would I would absolutely be open to that. They're both really good really good writers and their characters are all strong and it's good plots and stuff. And, and their stuff's gotten just infinitely even better since Animorphs, you know I mean? Mm-hmm. As I think probably most writers and, and people, they just get better and better, you know, you get better with constructing stuff and writing characters and stuff. And yeah, I would absolutely, I would jump at that. So yeah, the answer is yes. Yes, I would. I can think of a couple of key moments in Everworld that I would absolutely love to see yeah. you create yeah. on a page. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, the Seder legs. The oh, Seder legs was, yes. Was, that's was, yeah. You would destroy oh the Seder legs moment. Oh, my God. God. It's just this whole scene where they cut a Seder in half. And, like, as they move through the world, the Seder legs are running through the background. And it's, like, for more than one scene. Like, they get to an entirely <laughs> different place. And they're talking to, like... So I think it was a leprechaun that was like guarding a city and like mm-hmm. the satyr legs just run through the background with like no top <laughs> half. And then they eventually end up auctioning them off to the leprechaun to like get yeah. Yeah, passage into the passage. city. Yeah. yeah. It's wacky. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Visually, that, that would be great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it, it sounds like definitely your kind of thing. It just sounds like a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Some satyr legs running around. Yeah. Yeah. One on the front and one on the back. <laughs> oh no! And then ugh, Casey, this is a this is a shot directly at our dear Casey. Yeah. If you can, can you confirm that in book five there's the panel with the abandoned milk and groceries dropped on the ground and left? You mean Marco at the beginning? Yeah. yeah. Mm. I I don't think he drops them. I mean, he kind of sets them down because he's got to change his clothes. Okay. Mm. And then the scene just kind of ends with that old man kind of... Originally, he was aiming a gun at him, but I had to change it to a bat. Interesting. Uh-huh. Oh. No guns. 
they finally they just decided that in this book. There's been guns in all the other ones. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> we. I just literally read. Yeah, <laughs> they're on the beach. Weren't they running out. on the beach in book four? Being yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no pushback there. <laughs> I had to change the in book five the the security guard that tries to stop him from leaving the mall. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had to change that to a taser. I can't use a gun. But I already, I was like, no, no, it's got to be something. I can't just not, I can't have him just standing there going, don't leave. There's a giant alien and two boys. You can't just be like, don't leave the mall. Like, he's got to have to be a little bit more aggressive than that. And so I researched a 90s taser, the like the bright yellow looks like Nerf. You know, it had to be accurate, right? So I just, and I changed it to that and that managed to be okay. But like the scene at the beginning when, uh, that older man's being like mugged or whatever. I had to change. I had to remove the guns. And then there was like, can we still have knives? Like, come on. Just how is it a mugging? <laughs> if it's just a, you know, a bat, you know, kind yeah. of thing. But I understood though. I mean, it, I, I get it because it's, you know, it's, it's got to be on the book fairs and libraries and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, I get it. I do understand. It was just like, I feel like we should have set that standard at the beginning yeah. instead of, Wait until I got the whole thing sketched out and then come in and go, you're going to need to redo that scene because you drew a gun. It's fine. It wasn't that big of a deal, but whatever. Don't be disappointed. If you guys are like, where's the guns? That's They're gone. I had to throw them away. I think it'll only be disappointing if it happens to the Draken beams. Well, and, and the nice thing is, is in the in book six when they're in the hospital and those guys come in, I, everybody's just got one of those now. It's like, that's how I'm solving it. Because yeah. there's no pushback on that. They shoot lasers and whatever. It's fine. Okay. They're way more deadly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, they're By way more deadly. I, I think there's something a little more a little more fun about you having to draw a 90s yellow taser. Too, I did. It was called the Enforcer. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a way to drop like an image in here anywhere for you guys? Or probably not. Yeah, I, I think know. you just yeah. uh, control V in the chat. There. It was still on my desktop. Oh, oh wow. Look at that. Look at that nerf thing. That 12-volt <laughs> plug-in. That's yeah, that's yeah I know. <laughs> Crazy. So, yeah, so it's changed to that. Wow. And, you know, whatever. It didn't bother me that bad, but it was, it was still in the moment. I'm like, come on. These kids, I mean, it's about stakes, right? I mean, this is like yeah. war crimes. People are dying, and we're... Yeah. But the line in the sand is going to be the gun that the cops got. Like, there's even cops in um, book five that when they get to, like, the uh, the grocery store and they're changing into lobsters, the cops have guns just on their belt. And they were there was conversation if I needed to remove those two. And I was like, do you guys understand what cops' uniforms? Yeah. Not even pulling it. It's so. But I, I think they just do that for everything. I mean, I again, it. You know, it's mostly kids, and I understand that. But like, I feel I felt like personally that, um, it made it more serious. Like it made the stakes like because every kid knows what a gun is, right? They know they're dangerous. They're they hear about them every day now, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And I think at least cops, at least cops have them. Every kid knows cops have guns, right? I just don't understand why we need to, um protect them from that kind of stuff in a comic book especially when it's a bad guy at the time or whatever it's like i feel like the bad guys should be the ones with the guns if that's the way you want to portray them that makes them the bad bad guys but you know that's just my own opinion i'm from a different era i'm from an era when looney tunes 
Bugs Bunny would just pull yeah. out a gun and shoot somebody. Yeah. They'd get back up though, but yeah. I uh I was thinking <laughs> about it uh, in book four. You see them shooting at them, but you don't ever see a direct image of the gun, just like the yellow yeah. Yeah, gunshots. Blam, blam, blam. And yeah, I, I wonder I wonder if that was uh I wonder if that was part of the difference. Hey, so let's play a little game real quick. So in book six, mm-hmm. there's the scene where we're going to play the game like, will it get changed? <laughs> That's the game. We're oh, my God. So there's the scene where they're in the sharing, like towards the beginning when they're cockroaches, right? Mm-hmm. And Visser 3 shows up and there's a guy. Somebody messes up and, and Visser 3 is like, shoot that guy. Somebody shoot this guy. And then they do in the book, right? They do. But in this one, since I just got done dealing with all the no gun thing, so I just have him saying, somebody shoot this guy. And then behind him, it just, it just says, blam, right behind him. It'll just be a big, like, you know, you don't see anybody. There's nobody back there, just a loud noise. I never show it, but it's implied. And we'll just see how long that lasts. I don't know. Mm. Didn't even show a gun. Yeah, but I feel like that's the... We've had that conversation about how that can be more impactful when you don't. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. I think sure. it will be, but we'll see. We'll see if it gets past them. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's that inappropriate, honestly, but somebody there all of a sudden has got a real problem with guns, like a real big problem with guns. You know what? I don't know how you would, and again, I'm not, I'm not a creative person. I don't know how you would get around those kind of moments. Oh, can I share something? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. There are... I can think of one specifically in Yu-Gi-Oh! In the Japanese version, they had two guys with guns pointing them down. In the American version, they actually just like went in and erased the guns. So the guys are just sitting there like making finger guns <laughs> as if that's going to be the same impact. So Maybe I should just start doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Pretend there's a gun here. <laughs> but then still have Axe's tail blade going right through the finger and the finger <laughs> flying off. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't pull oh. back on that. There's literally yeah. hands and arms flying in this one. <laughs> oh, my God. They didn't care. They didn't care at all about that. You can see the bone on the inside. You can oh, see everything. What? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. They don't care. Just a cross section. Oh, is there blood? What color is the blood? Because in, <laughs> well, in this book, the blood's black in the water. So Yeah. Well, that made sense to me because if you were underwater, it yeah. would kind of be a little red maybe but it would mostly be dark anyway mm-hmm. so that scene lent itself well to me being able to make it as horrifying as it was supposed to be yeah. without actually having to show it too mm-hmm. much you know what i mean i and plus, it may be worse because i didn't show much detail i don't know but yeah i'd had that i had that image in my head since before i started the book i had already been trying to figure out how was i going to do that because you can't not do that moment that's a pretty pivotal moment you know yeah mm-hmm it all comes down to the stakes and stuff. Like the kids have to know that they're not just going to run through this whole thing without being, you know, hurt or mm-hmm. or emotionally damaged uh, down down the road for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, they're getting heavier too as they go. So Oof. yeah, that doesn't really ever let up too no. much. Oh yeah, I just gonna have to keep finding creative ways to. Not have to cut that stuff out, but just have to. Yeah. I hope anybody who is like hardcore Animorphs fan who were disappointed that things changed like that, I hope they understand that that's not my ultimate decision. That's, and I have tried to sneak a few past. I have, guys, I promise. <laughs> Executive meddling. Yeah. Was that all the questions? Yeah, that was everything we so. had. 
Well, I hope I haven't been too boring. No, you've been awesome. You're Tris. delightful. You're always awesome. Always, always. I'm always. gonna tell my wife that you said I was delightful. <laughs> <laughs> it's only because I haven't read the book where you did the monstrous thing. Right, right. <laughs> my opinion will change. <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks for thanks for hanging out with oh, us. Man, I'm yeah. so happy to do this, guys. I love this stuff. Love yeah. It. No, it's fine. I mean, honestly, uh, you guys are the only adults I've talked to today, aside from my wife. <laughs> I get really excited to talk to other adults, especially when it's about art or, or whatever, or terrifying lobster stories. Or <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I always, I always appreciate the invites. Well, we appreciate that you want to show up because you can just you can say all these nice things, but we know at the end of the day we're just terrorizing you for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Really, I mean, honestly, this is fun. This is this is kind of like what I always wanted. Like when I got into comics, like I want to be part of something like a bigger, something bigger, you know, like a fandom mm -hmm. of some type, you know, maybe, you know, and I, I had no idea it would end up being like Animorphs kind of a thing or, but it has been so wonderful. It has just been so good. It's been a good uh, confidence booster and it's just been good creatively and I've made a lot of friends and it's fun. I look forward to this podcast, you know, it's good. It's all fun. I love it all. Oh, one thing we forgot to mention. Very much enjoyed the uh, Animorphing Time reference in there. Oh. Yes. Yes, yeah, so good. That was so cheesy. I was like, oh. <laughs> no, am, I gonna I like really, am I really going to do this? Am I was I really going to do this? I was like, it's just fantastic. a few pages in, and I read it, and I was like, this dude is awesome. Morphing <laughs> Time. So good. I'm sure there's people out there that are like, oh, he's ruining this stuff. <laughs> I mean, they but can go back and read the originals. I guess. And no. I, I mean, I, it's, it sounded like something Marco would say anyway. It, it, well, that was the thing that I, I thought was why it was amazing is because if you'd never heard of Animorphing Time, that's still a funny line. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it still lands even without that that sort of outside knowledge. It becomes amazing when you have the outside knowledge. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's so you know, good. You know, uh, the book came out or the the guys got their copies from like Australia or whatever a little early and they did a big shout out to, about that. And I was like, Oh, right. I <laughs> completely forgot that I did that. I'm serious. I am so, I'm so out of touch with what book, what's happening right now. So people are reminding me of things in that book. It just came out. It's all brand new to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. But that was like 400 pages ago. <laughs> I think we go through that with our podcast episodes. Like we'll publish one yeah. and then someone will bring something up and we'll be like, we said that, huh? <laughs> that was like two weeks ago. Right. Right. And that's how I feel. I'll go back and figure it out. You know, whatever your reference you're talking about, but I may not remember them all right away. I'm the one that, that made the reference. And I still <laughs> what you're I'm glad you like. So good. Okay, uh, before we just before we close out, is there anything that you want to plug? Tell us how to do to encourage us to pre-order stuff. Anything at all? No, I'm kind of all caught up for now. I mean, book five is up for pre-order. Technically, there's not even a cover on Amazon or anything right now, but I guess you could probably pre-order it at other bookstores too. I just use Amazon as like an example, guys. I'm never, yeah, ever trying to say I would rather you order from Amazon. I wouldn't, but there. are pretty good for just knowing what what a publishing date is or whatever when mm -hmm. something's coming out they're pretty quick to get stuff posted so anyway i would always rather you support smaller bookstores so know? get them to order a copy of time shifters order time shifters 
Yeah. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> but no, I don't really have anything else going on right now because I'm kind of at the end of my, all my obligations right now. Uh, hopefully I have some exciting stuff to announce later, soonish, maybe three, three, four months from now. But right now, not so much. Just looking forward to some sleep. Some naps. Please get sleep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's me again. You made it to the end of the interview. Wasn't that fucking delightful? I'm glad you think so too. Okay, as always, you can find all of us at the Join the Clubs link tree. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Join the Clubs. Get links to all of our podcasts. Uh, most importantly, there is a very special Christmas Advent adventure going on right now in the Dungeons and Dragon Beams feed. It is called A Song of Sugar and Snow. I can personally attest, I'm not on it, but I can personally attest this is some heavy hitting, awesome fucking Christmas shit that is gonna freaking wreck me. I can already tell it is so good. The characters are so delightful and you guys should go listen to it. It is in the Dungeons and Draken Beams feed. Right now, they're releasing a new episode every day. They're like 30 minutes long, bite size. You can just make it through really, really quickly. Please go listen to it. It's the best. Okay, I love you all. Bye! Twas the month of December. And all through your phones, a disturbance of alerts, rings, buzzes, and tones. A story has arrived, nestled deep in your pocket, unannounced, unbidden, such a gift to unlock it. It begins today, and on for 23 days more. Pay heed to this feed for an epic obscure. A Christmas calamity, insanity, we hope to never endure. So rein in your reindeer as we approach the first door. Wistful white winter wood with a wreath wrapped all in bows. How fitting for the beginning to a song of sugar and snow. <laughs>